This is the Yob Convocast. One-on-one conversations with your other brother's authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, friends, and welcome back to the Yob Convocast. Conversations with beloved brothers in our community. And these are always so much fun to make the rounds, as we love to do. And somebody that goes almost all the way back to the beginning. He's been on the ConvoCast a few times now. Um, We've talked about Luca. Today we're going to talk about the retreat because that is something that we are, I don't want to say fresh off of because it's been a few weeks now. Maybe it's not as fresh anymore, but um, it's our first time to talk about the retreat since it happened. And I'm so glad that he's here because he is literally... I kind of hate it when people say literally, but he is literally one of the only four humans on this planet to go to every single Yob camp retreat. I'm one of those humans, and one of those other humans is Eugene Heffron. What's up, Eugene? Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me. As always, we love having you. Our resident artist, our Renaissance man who does such a great job with blog posts and retreat decor. We're going to talk about that today. But how does that feel, Eugene, the fact that you are one of four humans to go to every single one of these retreats? <laughs> how does that How does that feel? Uh, it's like, oh, great. I got to be that guy, um, you know, mm-hmm. or one of those guys. But on the other hand, well, you know, it's it's been cool. Um, I mean, it, it sounds bad that like only four people have been all the other retreats. But I, I would say like, I guess it's fair to say like, you know, most folks, uh, a good majority of folks, I guess you could say maybe 50% or so have like gone to like a, at least a couple of the retreats or so, Yeah. Um, you know, or, or, or three or two or, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, I get, I get the, the sense though, that you're like, is that going to be you? Like when you're 70 years old and you're like the guy that went to all, <laughs> all 70 retreats, like, do you want to be that guy? Is that somebody you aspire to? Or does that bring a level of shame or something? Or what is, what is going on there? Cause I feel a little bit of that uh well it's feel weird <laughs> uh i don't know how i feel about that honestly um okay it, not I mean, that what, i'm saying we all think about being 70 years old one day but right <laughs> well i guess on uh, one side if that is the case if i'm like that one guy who's been to 70 at least it'd be well spent uh because you know i would have gone to so many retreats i would have enjoyed them all i'm sure of course why else would you go to 70 before we get too deep in this conversation eugene you see what i'm holding in my hand this is something that is become a staple now of the convo cast it is the yob hourglass i'm turning it over because we have 30 minutes eugene we have 30 minutes to have a ball here today and talk about the retreat maybe talk about some other things in your life if we have time if time allows i think that would be fun um but i just wanted to give you yeah wanted to give you that affirmation wanted to give you that shout out because you've been to every single one of these um along with mr brian Berger and someone else in our community so it's a very elite it's a very elite group and um it was just very special because we did a, we did an exercise. The reason I know that we've been to all of these retreats is we did an exercise the first night where I invited anyone in the circle to step in if you've been to every single retreat. And so with, you know, 50 people there, it was our biggest retreat yet. Out of the 50 people there, it was a lonely little group of four that stepped in. And I think we are like legit. I think we're the giants of the group. Like we are, we are Yab royalty. <laughs> so for it's better like the, or worse it's like the uh 
Saturday Night Live Five Timers Club, the people that have exactly. hosted our times. Yes, yeah, so we have our little secret club and our robes and you know, pipes and everything. Can we just riff a little bit? Can we have some ideas, some vision casting for next year's retreat? Assuming that you're there for it. Assuming I'm already signing you up. I'm, I'm just, maybe that's presumptive of me to sign you up for this <laughs> retreat, but, um, or at least for the, for the decor of it. Cause you've done the decor for, I think three of these retreats, right? Um, yeah. and so, um, could you do that for next year for any five timers to like, I don't know, you could, you could be thinking about it for the next year. Like what's, what's like a thing that you could create <laughs> i think that's noteworthy for someone who's gone to five retreats i think we should get something we should yeah. get something <laughs> maybe like golden name tags or something or, uh... yeah 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 because you you do a great job let's start with the name tags because you do a great job with the name tags i got so many compliments i'm sure you did too mm -hmm. um especially at night like when the sun goes down and people notice that their names because you do these you do these um wooden little placards and you write people's names on them um but the names are written in glow in the dark ink and so like people would take their flashlights and charge it up on and then like during the nighttime their names would be glowing around the campfire it was so cool i mean that is just huge that was just so lovely eugene yeah thanks yeah it was uh, it was pretty cool like it was it just one of those things that just kind of fell on my lap out of nowhere uh, like i was thinking about all the ways i want to do the name tags differently this year um and you know i've done done them differently the past couple of years i mean they've always been blue um and i'll kind of give them some designs uh, year, the retreat before last back in 2019 i did a whole thing where i would draw with paint markers some aspect of some person's personality or something on the back of their mm -hmm. name tags and that was very strenuous because <laughs> there were some people where i'm like uh what stuff do they like again and or you don't know anybody yeah you yeah. Wrote, you drew a you drew a wanderer's bag for me like a, a stick with a bag on it which is such m my motif and i I still have all my name tags from pretty much everything that I've ever been to revoice conferences or Yab retreats or all these other things where I've gotten a name tag. I'd like to save those for sentimentality. So, and I'm sure a lot of guys in our community saved them too. So I know they appreciated yeah. your, your time. Cause that was, that was very time uh, consuming. I'm sure to come up yeah. with like an icon for 50 people. <laughs> right. I had to go to random things sometimes like just random photos they had on their Facebook profiles or something, but Facebook stalking. Yeah. We've all done it. <laughs> but this time around, I was like, I was like, eh, I'm not going to do that this time. Um, it's just, it's just too much, you know, too much work and stuff. So yeah, I was at Michael's buying supplies and then just randomly I'm, I'm looking at all the paint markers and I see a couple that are that said glow in the dark and i saw that and i'm just like oh perfect that's, that's that is a keeper i'm going to make that mandatory for all future name tags because they're so it was just like so well received so please continue to use yeah uh, glow in the dark ink because yeah good. yeah the moment i tested it out i tested it out with one of the, the failed attempts at like your your name tag and a couple others um from before that that didn't pan out and then i just tried it and then i saw it glowing in the dark at night i immediately said oh man this is going to bring the house down so um so yeah and uh, you know in addition to that i also did like this little motif of these uh, silhouetted trees on the bottom of the of the name tags and all that, that other sort cool. of thing yeah and uh, and yeah, just giving them all just a light dusting spray of metallic blue so they have like a little bit of a sparkly sheen without looking like glitter basically and uh it's a whole production like yeah. i think we've mentioned i made the joke on this show or somewhere before like we don't use those like hello my name is 
peel off name tag like heck no we do not we do not skimp out on the name tags and and i just know i know like so many of our community members save those and keep them somewhere visible and so i think it's just it's cool it's cool that that can be a memento for people and i'm fully on board with the golden names for the five timers so assuming it's you me if ryan comes back if if our our mystery number four guy if he comes back to like um I think I think we deserve it. I think we deserve <laughs> to be special. I'm just yeah. that's my fourness speaking out, but I I think that would be so fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Be a little extra fun thing to do, also in the middle of the name tag making. <laughs> but um, and you know, this year it wasn't just the name tags. I did stuff differently on. I also did that for the tribe stones, uh, which for the folks at home, you don't know what that is. It's basically <laughs> like these painted stones that all have like all the the symbols of the Yaw values painted onto them, and they put them in a little basket and you know it's a luck of the draw people reach in and grab whatever stone they see whatever symbol they get and that's whatever tribe they're in uh you know if they get the the star that means they're in hope tribe if they get the ship's wheel that's um shoot which one's that again um oh my gosh you're <laughs> not representing yeah well. <laughs> the ship's just, wheel is discipleship, discipleship yes. what, my favorite my favorite um well i had so many favorite moments from the retreat but one of my favorite lines from the retreat was when one of our community members who has been on this convo cast before, I won't say who it is, but he reached into the basket and pulled out his stone and he just turned and looked at someone and said, mine is sticky. (laughs) (laughs) My stone is sticky. Uh, And it was just funny because like a lot of the stones were sticky because you experimented with some new things and it was a a sticky stone this year. Right. Just keep it special. Yeah, the thing is, the story behind that is that this year, instead of just painting them a solid color like I had in years past, uh, this time I did a paint pouring technique, which is where, you know, you can kind of layer up all these different colors of paint. In this case, I was using all sorts of shades of blues and metallic blues and all sorts of stuff. And, uh, and you know, and you pour it on and you get like the swirly effect or even kind of a smoky liquidy effect and uh and that turned out you know really good when i was first starting with it you know i'd never done this before and i did all that it looked great and then the final part of the process was to uh coat it in epoxy resin which will you know solidify Mm. and become like a you know sort of a a plasticky hard surface on the outside and clear and i did it and i totally botched it i did it wrong uh because i'd never done it before and I did it wrong and uh, turned out it was a several step process. You had to do it and said, I just sort of poured all the liquid onto it. And, and so when I, you know, got up the next day and this was the day right before I was leaving for the retreat, they were sticky. They were slimy, extremely sticky and slimy. And they left a horrible residue on your hands and it was terrible. I was freaking out. I was going, Oh no, I just totally ruined the tribe stones. What do I do? And I was really stressing out. And, you know, so, worst case, worst case scenario, we just write down all the values on slips of paper and throw them in the basket. And that's what people will have for tribe stones this year. <laughs> so we would, always, yeah. we would always have, if the stones were so slimy and sticky that we couldn't do anything with them, we would have found a way. There's always an adaptable way. I admire you though, for trying, trying something new and extending the, uh, the artistry of, yeah. uh, of these well, retreats. I, well, I managed to save them a little bit because I think, I think God totally, you know, help me here because uh I, w- I was sitting the night at another yobber's house uh before going to the retreat and he just so happened to have a whole batch of epoxy resin 
that I've been using for like home remodeling. As people do, people yeah, have epoxy resin just sitting around in their house. Right. <laughs> and so we, we report all the stones basically. And I woke up the next morning took a deep breath and I touched the stones and they were a little sticky still, but they were like so much better than they were before. And I'm just like, Oh, thank you, God. Hallelujah. So only downside though, was that we had set them on these plastic cups uh, to dry and they had stuck solid, completely solidified to the plastic cup. So I had to like use all, all my strength to yank them off of the cups. And a lot of the stones ended up with like the bottoms of plastic cups embedded into the bottoms of them. And I just said, whatever, I don't care. Just as long as they're not sticky and slimy anymore. Right? I got to get out of here. So, you know, for some reason, I'm thinking, I keep thinking about that Yabber, God bless him, saying my, my stone is sticky. And I'm just thinking about there's that verse in Revelation, if you're familiar with it, where we will be it says in there that we will receive a new name and it'll have a, it'll be written on a stone and only we will know what it is us and the Lord essentially. Um, and so I just picture the one day in paradise when we receive our stones with our, with our new names written on them and <laughs> we receive it and we just, it's, and it's sticky. <laughs> <laughs> we hopefully, hopefully the paradise stone won't be, uh, won't be sticky, but I admired, I admired your effort, Eugene. It was, it was, it was another just amazing, uh, another gathering that, that we had together. And it was, it was so fun. It was so fun to see you and see everybody again, four timers, three timers, two timers and one timers, like so many. Now we get to add more numbers to this every time we, every time we gather, mm -hmm. which is fun. Oh yeah. Um, I'm curious because we, we started talking about the artistry, the decor. What about just the retreat itself? Was there any standout moment or two, um, either time spent with the large group or with your tribe um, or just any yeah, anything that stands out from this retreat, maybe compared with other retreats? Yeah. Oh, it's so hard to choose something. It's for me, I think the uh, the tribes were definitely really enjoyable uh, mm. this time around. It was very nice to uh you know, being a small group and, and we had like a lot of these uh, prepared questions, which helped a lot. And uh, we just kind of got to talking and uh, do you want to give a shout out to your tribe? What was what was your tribe? Oh, um, uh, it was uh, Joy. Uh, yeah, it was Joy, uh, though, just the chalice. Um, well, hold on. Hold on, Eugene. There were there were two Joy tribes. Right? This year. So which, yeah. which Joy tribe were you? Uh, it was uh, uh, Golden. So the thing is, is that, yeah, since we had so many people, we had to split some of the tribes up. And so to differentiate between the two different joy tribes, there's a, a silver chalice and some of the stones and a golden chalice. So we were uh, we were golden joy. So, you know, it's funny that you bring up or that we're talking about the, the multiple tribes, because up until this year, we always had the way we structure our, our retreats. For those that don't know, we split into groups based on our seven values. And we used to actually only have five values when we first started. We had five values. Um, and then just like over the years of existing as a community, figuring out who we are and having leadership discussions, we expanded to seven values because um, we feel like they were more representative of who, who we were. And it just so happens that with seven tribes, with seven, with seven values, you can have seven tribes at these retreats because we always split up into groups based on the values. And having seven groups is, I think, a lot easier than to, to connect with people when you have more tribes and then less people on each tribe. Um, you know, we want to put the emphasis on small in small group, not have, I think when we first started, we had like 10 or 11 people on tribes and that's just way too many people on, on a yeah. small group. And so, um, so this year we, cause we had our largest group yet. Yeah, we had 50 people at this retreat. 
Um, and we could have done seven tribes of seven and then one of them would have had eight, but that still felt like maybe pushing it a little bit. So we made the decision as a leadership team this year to go to eight tribes. Um, but that doesn't mean like we were, we were thinking about, and I was even like, people were joking about it and I was even thinking about it, like, but wait, are we going to add an eighth value? Like, when does it end? Like, do we just have 15 values one day if we have a hundred people come into these retreats? Um, <laughs> But we had a yeah, we just had this cool idea to just uh, do a double double down on joy, and so we had golden joy and abiding joy. I think was the other was the other tribe, and it was fun to just like split up, uh, split up the joy tribe and have multiple um, multiple joys going because you can never have too much joy. Oh, yeah, in a group like ours. Yeah, but I think that helped, especially when it's a smaller group. Basically, uh, that that really helps and. Uh... We had a lot of really great chats and uh yeah just our chats went really good uh some of them got emotional and uh and it was also nice because like you know so many other you know side b things i go to we do a whole thing where you know people share their story and they have to do it like in five or ten minutes and of course no one takes five to ten minutes you know it's like mm. 30 minutes later you know they're still sharing their story and so it's nice to just kind of narrow it down to let's talk about how's your life been lately what's been a major struggle for you what things have you been going through and uh and they were uh, they were all like really all folks in my tribe they were all really open to talking about those things and and all that and just just talking about stuff going on in their lives and mm-hmm. um and that went great and we're already uh planning on having a uh, like a, a little reunion Zoom chat. Uh, we might have to wait till after the Ooh. holidays, but because everyone's busy. But uh, yeah, we're already trying to figure out just having another. Chat so somewhere. you're you're putting it out there. You're 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 competing for the the title of like the best tribe because the best tribe post retreat stays in touch. I remember. I think it was after the first retreat. Actually, it was either the first one or the second one. Um, and there was a tribe. They went all out to the point that they actually like rented out an Airbnb at some point in the middle of the year. And they like, I think they had 90, 95% attendance. So I think there was maybe one person that couldn't make it, but they like hung out together six months after the retreat or something. They, they all had wow. this like Airbnb vacation. So they probably win for best retreat tribe of all time. Cause they not only had follow-up zoom calls, they had a freaking vacation <laughs> together. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows um, what the best tribe will be from this retreat? Well, t- time will tell. Time will tell what, what will happen. Sure. <laughs> you know you know what one of my favorite moments from this retreat was? And I'm like, I couldn't have planned it. And I actually didn't plan it. It, it came together completely on its own accord. Um, you know, we always take group photos and they're always so cute and always so precious. And it's always fun to just capture the moments um, you know, we get a big group photo with all of us. And then we also have the individual tribe photos, the small groups. Um, and so we've always done silly photos and, and formal photos. Like we've always done both, like since the very beginning, that's been consistent. Um, and because this year we, we introduced tribe competitions as a new retreat element this year, which I think went really well. It was mostly pretty well received. Um, I figured since we do this anyway, why not make the tribe photos a competition? Let's make the silly photo, the silly tribe photo, a competition, and then we'll have people vote on who their favorite, what their favorite tribe photo was, and you can't vote for your tribe. Um, And so my vision for it when we started was like, okay, it's your turn, and now it's your turn, it's your turn, and there's one camera, and I would basically, we would just go around and photograph each tribe. But what was so cool, and this really amplified 
the creativity of our group was that you know everybody has a smartphone everybody has some some have like photo editing on their phones and so it was really fun this year um somebody just started doing it because my my thought was that i would photograph everybody but then people just started using their iphones to photograph people and in various poses and some would use photo editing to put some things on the photos and so basically what happened was uh, most of the tribes edited their own photos and then submitted them to me rather than have me photograph everybody and they were so creative and so funny and I'm not going to say what all of them were um, and I wish I could show them you know I have to we have to preserve people's identities and not display them on our social media um, but I can describe the like the winning one which cracked everybody up it was so funny I still think about this photo like every day this is not a lie I think about this photo every day part of it's because it's saved on my desktop so I kind of see it every day and it brings me so much joy but it was from our kinship tribe Kinship is one of our values. And so our kinship tribe, um, which is symbolized by a nest, all of our artwork, by the way, the great Wesley Ayers, you can check out his his stuff on our website. If you go to our about page, our values page on, on yourotherbrothers.com. But um, there's a nest f- symbolizing kinship, like a bird's nest. And so the kinship tribe, bless them, they had the tribe leader acting as the mama bird, like hovering opening his mouth and someone drew some like a worm dangling out of his mouth and then all of the other tribe members it was, you could only see just their heads in the nest and they're opening their mouths and they look so happy and it's just like <laughs> it was it was the most like bizarre weird also kind of lovely um picture that has ever come out of one of our our retreats i think it was it was just so much fun and the whole crowd i mean they they won the crowd cuz everyone was just dying laughing when they saw that picture we put it up on the big screen um (laughs) when people were voting and so it was it was a moment i mean i will these retreats bring moments that i distinctly remember and that is that is definitely one that i will i will remember abiding joy you had you guys are a golden joy rather you guys had a pretty creative um clever photo as well you were you were the ones like extending your hands out of the chalice right like we look like we look like we're all it was a forced perspective thing where it's like the uh the chalice was like you know close to the camera and we're kind of in the back and it looks like we're all gathered up into the into the cup of the chalice and we're sticking out like we're kind of springing out of it basically and springing out with joy i mean i want it was my, nice yeah my idea was to do like a monty python and the holy grail thing like holding up the chalice like it's the holy grail and everyone's you know pretending like they're riding horses and someone has coconuts but no one had no one in my tribe had seen monty python and the holy grail so i was like ah you want cultured mm. swine so you know i haven't i've never seen that either i have no idea <sighs> what you're talking tom, about tom tom i've shame. heard about it but i'm very uncultured and lots of ways so i we'll just keep on moving we'll keep on trucking through yeah Um, but the one turned out it turned out good though (laughs) the one we it did it was a nice it was a nice photo i love i'm in i'm uh very biased toward my tribe vulnerability tribes photo because um i was on the tribe with somebody who was on a previous tribe with me in years past um which we also had a great tribe photo we we were on the, the courage tribe back then um, and we all like gathered, we literally raided the camp's toolbox 
or like tool shed and we gathered machetes and axes and like hammers and things. And so we were the Kurds tribe and we all lined up holding our tools and like having a fierce, <laughs> like screaming face. Basically it was so epic. Um, great, great tribe photo. One of our greatest tribe photos in years past. Um, so I was one that's on the vulnerability tribe this year with that same guy. Um, and then a slew of all these other people. And, um, and he was also very instrumental in creating this tribe photo because we were the vulnerability tribe. They had me sitting down at a table and writing the words, I'm gay with a quill on a, on a notebook paper. And then behind me, the rest of my tribe, all with different facial expressions, like looking at me or looking out at the camera or looking up at the sky. Um, and it was all in black and white too. So it was a very like mood photo. It was very, it was very just like a dramatic uh, last supper type pose basically for our photo and it was um again i was just like this is this is now a, a fixture i think for all future retreats like we're gonna have a photo competition night so for anyone considering this is a great project actually anyone considering going to future yabbers retreats you know maybe in the back of your mind be thinking about what would be a creative photo for any of those seven values that we have maybe maybe start doing some homework maybe come prepared so whatever tribe you get placed on you know exactly like what the best um photo is going to be because um because it was just so much fun to see the creativity in our community i think any opportunity we have to exploit our community's creativity we need to take it we need to exploit it because <laughs> it's it's always a win it's a win oh yeah i agree yeah. So that was, we're talking about joy, you know, it's so fitting that you were on a joy tribe. Like, I think that's, um, that produced a lot of joy in, in my life. And I'm sure so many people from our community that, that, uh, tribe photo competition, and just time with tribes in general, not to say that it was all just silliness because having those times together, like you said, having times where people can be real and share their emotions and talk about what's going on in their lives. Like I right. think, um, more than any other year, this was the year where we got feedback that tribe time was people's favorite block of the retreat. So um, so that was really meaningful to see, to get the feedback forms in and to see that people really went for the the organized discussions and all the all the fun that we had, but then all the time for for discussions that we had too. It was uh it was a win. And and Eugene, thanks for like helping put it together with me. Couldn't couldn't have done it without you and the other leaders yeah. alongside. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was uh it was a lot of work, but uh but but it's a lot of it's a lot of fun at the same time. I mean, definitely got stressed about the rocks, but as a whole, you know, it turned out really well. And it was also really funny because I also make the awards that we hang out hand out to yeah. certain folks at the end, and uh, uh, you know, like the longest distance traveled to come to the retreat and all sorts of other things. And of course, the other one was loyalty. Uh, you know, for for lo longest time being with Yob and everything and uh, mm -hmm. you know I made the awards and then Tom you announced that I had won the loyalty awards, you won so, yeah how does it feel how does it feel to win Eugene it was funny because I, I sort of made myself my own trophy basically so you did I don't know if that's wonderful or sad or somewhere in between but yeah. no you've You've been there from the beginning, basically. And so yeah. I love I love doing awards because like we're at a camp and so it has this awesome feeling like we get to end the retreat by distributing awards to people. Um, 
And it was my little, I knew from the beginning when I checked the records, because I, you know, I'm very official, you know, I checked the documents and I see when did people join. And I saw that of all the people coming this year, Eugene, that you were at the top of the list as someone who has been there the longest. And so I knew from the beginning that you're painting this award, that you're going to receive it. And so I was hoping you would um, be surprised by that. I don't know if you knew that was coming or if you had any idea whatsoever, but I hope it was... Um, yeah, I, I just want to appreciate you because you've been around for, yeah. gosh, six years yeah. plus. Gosh, <laughs> hard to yeah. believe. It was kind of funny. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, uh, gonna, he's going to go to the uh, second longest person doing it because surely I wouldn't have made an award for myself. And sure enough, they ended up in the case either way. Oh, funny. no, we'll give, you, we'll give you an award for loyalty. Yeah. Although technically, technically, I have not gotten the loyalty award. But we'll we'll skip we'll skip me we'll we'll skip me I'm fine I'm fine not getting it. Um, that was the retreat. We had such a great time. Thanks to all who attended. If you attended, um, if you're at all curious about the retreat, if you'd like to learn more, shoot me an email anytime, and um, you know, hopefully we'll get another one on the calendar before too long. I know I know that is something that people are not pestering me about. I won't use the language, the negative language of pestering, but they're putting it out there. They're wondering. They're wondering if there's another retreat coming and who knows? Stay tuned. Um, Eugene, I don't know if you noticed the sand. It's starting to get down there. It's starting to lower. So in our remaining time, what's up in your world up there in the former side B capital of the world? <laughs> <laughs> how, how is life where you are these days? Oh, it's been, it's been good. Um, I've been going back to school and uh, I've been doing a figure painting class and uh, it's just new for me. It's, I've never really painted much before. Ooh. And uh, for my semester long project, I'm painting those photos of historic male friendships uh, from that art of manliness blog and uh, where men huh. didn't have any, uh, you know, have any hangups about, you know, posing in intimate physical poses with their guy friends. And uh so I've been painting those, and uh, naturally, naturally, my classmates assumed I was painting pictures of historic gay couples, um, which is to be ex <laughs> it's to be expected when like you're one of the few people in the class that doesn't have a nose ring. So, um, but that's been one thing. And another thing I've done lately um, is I actually joined a uh, men's support group uh, for uh, porn addiction and uh, porn and sex addiction, and that has uh, been surprisingly really, really good. It's, um, you know, it's a Christian organization that sponsors it. Um, and the thing is, that's different for me about this, uh, is all the other guys in it are straight. And, and to me, I like that. I'm kind of like, okay, this is different, but this is honestly also really refreshing at the same time. Like this is, you know, usually when I'm telling my story to folks at Yab or the side B community, I'm kind of preaching to the choir, but this is a little different with people with different experiences. And, um, and, you know, I've, I've blogged a lot about how I've been jaded about straight guys over the years. I've gotten tired of how cold and unwilling to connect or, you know, or be, try to attempt friendship or anything uh, for, for so many years. Uh, these guys are, are not like that. They're very, you know, part of the process is to be vulnerable and share your sexual history. And yeah, they've done that. They've been very vulnerable doing that. Some, you know, have gotten emotional while doing so. And a lot of times when they've shared their story, you know, a lot of them are sharing like, I love yous uh, with each other in the group. And, uh, and yeah. And uh, sometimes we've hung out outside of the group and, and I really like that. It kind of gave me this feeling of like, oh gosh, I feel like I'm one of the one of the guys, kind 
kind of feeling because we went out to a bar one night. That was nice. Yeah. And so I was about to share my sexual history. There was a part of me that was sort of thinking, do I really want to do this and kind of you know, ruin that dynamic a little bit somewhat? But mm. but I figured, you know, you know, honestly, it's best policy here. And plus, one of them had mentioned that he had a gay friend that he went to a gay bar with one time. But um, so I figured, well, OK, so there's that. Um, and, um, but anyway, um, so, yeah, I did. And of course, it was really difficult because in my case, I mean, I have so many nuances and things that you know going on with me it's just like well look i'm completely attracted to men but on the other hand i do want to make it clear i have a conservative sexual ethic when it comes to this thing and also on the other hand like even i'm completely attracted to men i've never wanted to have sex with men or never been tempted to have a you know to have a boyfriend or anything and just you know all of these things i had to clear up and then you know i talked to them a lot of the things that i had blogged about like uh like, you know, a lot of things over nudity that I've had to deal with over the years and all that kind of stuff. And also dealing with like, you know, loneliness and difficulty making friends and um, how that can often, you know, lead to me acting out and everything. And this, so I had to explain all that. And it's kind of funny because on one hand, like uh, my story is probably the tamest out of all the guys in the group in terms of like, you know, what kind of sexual history I've had. It's pretty mm-hmm tame kind of limited only to like you know some skype sessions uh with guys i would meet online and that was as far as i'd go but you know with all the other guys it's different you know and so much much more than that uh albeit with women straight boys are straight boys are crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) i went to i went to a i went to a support group for a while which i might go back to but it's just kind of yeah it gives you a new perspective when you hear some of the other sexual exploits of other men um doing other things uh entirely and that's not to say that gay men don't do things too but i know from my you and i are very similar as far as maybe sexual histories go Mm -hmm. um it was very illuminating yeah just to hear some of the things that some of these straight boys have gotten into like they yeah they've gotten into some stuff (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. so that's cool that you that you like have that That's, that's cool that you found that yeah and they understood everything and uh you know, and basically they, uh, when it was all over, they all gave me big hugs uh, and I'm talking real hugs, good hugs. And, you know, not, not awkward Voldemort hugs. Um, they, you know, one guy even like uh, picked me up off the ground, lifted me off the ground in a big hug and everything. And, you know, and later on, some of them like, you know, keep in touch with me over texts and uh, me words of support or, you know, tell, they say, I love you to me, which is, I'm just like, man, never I thought in a million years that uh, I thought a straight guy would say, I love you to me. That's just so new to me. And that's mm. just been, you know, very uplifting and it's, it's been wonderful. So I'm very glad I've joined that group. So that's been, that's been a very big improvement in my life lately. That's awesome. Yeah. You've, you've posted once or twice about it on our, on our discord. And so that was and I'm glad we were able to fit that in as we, as the last kernel of sand has run out. I was, I was hoping that we could, yeah, talk about that a little bit. I'm glad, glad we could just hear that. Cause I know, um, yeah, you've written about straight men. I think you had a blog about my straight friend won't touch me or something to that nature. Um, and just having, having disconnects with roommates or whatever. And I resonate with so much of your story as far as, um, you know, that disconnect a lot of times with straight men and trying to, trying to bridge that divide. And so I think, uh, I think that's just really cool. I think that's cool that you've found a place for friendship, a place for support. Um, and I hope it continues to go well. I look forward to, to more updates. On yeah. That. yeah, absolutely. Cause the thing that's been nice about it is that I think in a lot of ways, I, 
kind of realized I was leaning a bit too heavily on like basically other side B Christian mm-hmm. guys for, for my social circle and support. And don't get me wrong. They've been great. There's been a lot of awesomeness with that. But, Eugene uh, is over you guys. Do you hear <laughs> you? Do you hear Eugene? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to get rid of them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not doing that. Yeah. It's, just, it's just good to diversify, you know, because there are a lot of things I think straight guys can bring to a relationship uh, that, uh, you know, other side B guys can't, you know, you, you know who you need in your portfolio now, Eugene. Uh, who you need you need a slew of women you need women (laughs) you need you need a gaggle of ladies to complete your portfolio i think that's your next frontier true yeah well we'll get there when we get there (laughs) still not feeling that at the moment but maybe you know shout out to our burgeoning potential your other sisters community they are chugging along shout out to you ladies um you know we're having those discussions so if you're a lady out there and you want to have uh, those discussions with us, shoot us, shoot us an email, contact at yourotherbrothers.com. Um, I had to sneak in, sneak in another, anytime I can find an opportunity to sneak in at your other sister's shout out, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm taking advantage. So um, thank you, Eugene. Thank you for taking the time to talk about the retreat, talk about um, this group. And um, as always, just to hear your voice and just to, to have you on this show. It's always lovely. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Thank you for having me. It's been great to be back on. It's just been a whirlwind of stuff lately in this, you know, past five or so months or everything. And so it's mm-hmm. been cool to yeah, catch up on all that. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll be back. We'll be back to discuss Luca too, where Luca is gay. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping we're keeping out for the the Luca 2 watch. We're keeping the spotlight in the sky. We're looking for Luca 2. We're all, we're all, we're all, well, maybe you're not looking for it, but I'm looking for it. I'm looking forward to, to Luca too, whenever we can get there. Well, it wouldn't um, surprise me since Disney is trying to jam gay characters into their movies like crazy lately. So And sequels. And we sequels, love a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh man. Y'all, we're almost here at the end of 2022. I hope everybody has a lovely Christmas. We'll have one more episode of the Convo Cast, I think, to close out. The year that was 2022. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. 2023 is upon us. I'm so excited. I love odd numbered years. For some reason, odd numbered years make me happy. Even numbered years make me sad. Why is that? I don't know. But it is what it is. Um, So until we cast our next combo, the combo that will close 2022. See you later, friends. Bye, Eugene. Bye-bye. Catch you later.